sisters and brothers, hope this finds you well and hope that you are facing your lives and all the ass whoopings that are being handed out freely right now with all the love and compassion and kindness and courage that you can muster towards yourselves and towards all those around you. What I wanted to talk to you about today is the topic of judgment, gossip, and the actual toxicity that these behaviors have both on us and towards those that we direct these negative energies. First and foremost, as we all intuitively know, people feel things. So when we throw this kind of energy towards them, even though they might be in another continent, rest assured that they feel it. So whenever you're in that place or you catch yourself, which is usually the way it works for us, where you've been judging someone, be aware that you might as well be slapping them personally because somewhere that energy, that negativity gets thrown at them and they will feel it. Secondly, realize that when we judge someone, it really is coming from our own unresolved issues. The more at peace we are with ourselves, the less need it is for us to take aspects of ourselves that we have not owned and that we're not conscious that there are issues within us and wrap them up in a brick and hurl them at somebody else's head. Same way when people judge us or things get thrown our way, we have to be aware that actually a lot of that has nothing to do with us. It is the other person's unresolved issues. But we'll break that down um, in a minute and see how that works really from our perspective when we throw it and when it's thrown at us. The one thing that's really clear for me as a human being, as someone's been a clinician, as someone who looks deeply into these things, is how toxic they are. How toxic they are towards ourselves when we're passing them on towards another, and how toxic they are when they get thrown at us to the person that's doing the throwing. So always remember, people feel words. Words are not something that don't affect others. In the ethers, everything goes through. The toxicity, the toxicity piece of this whole thing, too, is really profound because as these years are rolling by and the veil is getting so thin, we feel things we, we, a lot more. I mean, people who are not necessarily quote-unquote intuitive will feel things that they wouldn't have felt even a couple of years ago. That's sort of the gift of what's going on right now as we all become more attuned um, to each other. So I want, I want to remember to say this to you. I had a friend in a spiritual community, a monk, years ago. This is decades ago. And this person was relating to me that in their community, they had made a vow not to gossip. And how incredibly, after a week or two, it was so painful because it was sort of a silent community and they would have these meals where they would get to talk. And literally 80% of the stuff that they talked about they couldn't talk about. And these are a bunch of people who are sitting around basically trying to find out who they are through meditation. So these are not necessarily unconscious people. When we start examining how much judgment is just a part of our 
life because that's how these minds work, comparing constantly and compare and despair, as they say. Um, it is a profound practice just to stay guard at our mind's gate and watch how we just spew shit unconsciously. And we're not talking here about walking around in white robes and all woo-woo. We're talking about literally it's the same as putting substances into your body that damage you. So the same way that if you're pounding cigarettes or drinking unconsciously, how it damages the body, truly this is no different. Both from a chemical aspect of what these energies do to our bodies, how they rub us up, and also in terms of just energetically. Now, let's break it down in terms of what happens with us. So when we judge someone, it can be someone famous, it can be someone we don't know, it can be someone down the street. Take one thing that you find yourself judging in people. It might be people with money. It might be people that look a certain way. It could be people that are attractive, people that you don't find attractive. Observe what aspect of this person irritates you the wrong way. So this person is too skinny. This person is too fat. Go into your body and really examine what aspect of that triggers you. Is there somebody who looked like that, who said something to you at some point? Do you feel too skinny, too fat? Did somebody who has money, doesn't have money, piss you off at some point? Is some part of you afraid of having money? Is some part of you afraid of losing your money? Truly, we have such amazing ability to be compassionate and loving. And holy shit, we can be so brutal. And that brutality that's pointed towards others, just in terms of words, can only stem from how much self-hatred we all walk around with. Right? So we all know narcissists who can just go around and they feel they can judge everyone and everyone's this, everyone's that. And it's relatively easy to see that that person has a tremendous amount of self-hate. That wounding is actually present in all of us. Some of us have awareness of it, some of us don't. We really can't use or opt out of the fact that this is a real thing that we all have to deal with anymore. We can't put that on a back burner. One of the things that's really important is that when you are in a situation, when you find yourself judging someone, the same person, over and over, go inside and examine, why are you in a relationship? Was there some level where you were injured by this person at some point and he didn't speak up? Are you begging for love on some level? Have you collapsed in your power? Really go into it and see why is this person here that's judging, that you're judging? What is the teaching there for you? Conversely, let's say that, and this happens to all of us and it's very, very painful. You have someone who judges you. So the person, through a third party, you hear this person said this about you and it was very painful. First and foremost, examine the pain. Is there some truth in what this person is saying? Are you whatever this adjective is that was used to describe you? So you have to sit with that piece and own it. Because again, people are teachers in our lives. And we have to see what this teaching is. One of the things that I have learned is when we clear these things within ourselves, it allows us not to invite 
these types of vampires into our lives unconsciously and actually allows us to be in a neutral space. Neutral space does not come from acting like you're not affected by it. Certainly doesn't come from wanting to kick the shit out of this person, although, boy, that sounds like such a delicious option at times, but unfortunately, as we know, it doesn't really work because it just invites more of that energy. But it's okay to have those feelings, so we have to also be honest with that and not go the Mother Teresa route and just be like, well, it's okay. When you can truly say, well, it's okay, you're done with that person, and I guarantee you that person will never come around again. So part of having the honesty and giving ourselves the permission to feel that pain is part of the healing. When those things are dealt with, then we have to really deal with the fact of what was the door that opened this person coming into our lives, right? The same way when we judge people all the time, we have to examine, why did we open that door? Why did I go towards this person? If I'm constantly feeling angry, disappointed, we really have to clear our own shit. When that's cleared, it will neutralize what's going on right now. So owning that part is really all of the work. Now, there's a piece in this which is shame, and we hate to feel shame. Shame is the lowest frequency, but boy, is it a great teacher. Now, I'm not talking about being ashamed due to childhood issues. I'm talking about shame that comes up when someone calls us out on our shit. So gossip can have this very powerful effect where someone can say, hey, I saw this guy doing this, or he was doing drugs, or he was fucking this person, or he was stealing money. If there's no truth in that, it'll have a different charge. If there's the slightest amount of truth in that, hey, this guy's really greedy. We have to sit and feel that shame. Shame is a really difficult thing to sit in, but it is a powerful, powerful teacher because it can really help us shift our behavior. As long as you remember that yourself and everyone you see has tons of stuff that they haven't worked through, we all do, that we're here to work on, it's really what makes this whole show go around. You will have more compassion towards yourself without denying the shame. So the first and foremost, when a judgment comes towards us and we hear it, sit down and be like, is there some truth in this? It's not misfortunate this is coming to your door. There's some aspect that needs to be healed. Whether that is we're unconscious, unconsciously we invited somebody into our life that's not on our frequency, that certainly can be a piece, that has nothing with what's happened with you, that, you know, that you're not carrying something to be ashamed of. Whether it's something that actually is someone you were in a relationship with a long time ago and you've changed, it won't have the same charge unless that issue is still inside of you. Or whether it's really something that needs to be looked at. If it's something that needs to be looked at, we need to just first and foremost forget about the other person and sit and heal that inside ourselves. One of the things that I practice personally, when things come up from 20, 30 years ago, where making contact with a person that I've injured would actually hurt them physically or in my mind would hurt them because really the main thing is first do no harm. You know, sometimes I get these questions, hey, I want to go say this to this person. You can't be an asshole. Just because you want to feel better 
you cannot go grab someone that you've already hurt in the past and have the danger of hurting them again because you need to get something off your chest and you're totally being selfish, right? So this is one of the things we have to understand. We have an amazing ability when we are unconscious to be incredibly selfish and not caring for others. And truly, when we look at all the times that we've hurt other people, it's because we're unconscious and we're selfish. If you're not unconscious, then you're a psychopath. That's a whole different ballgame. But for the majority of us, it's an unconsciousness and a selfishness. So when that comes up for me, I sit with the shame of that and it feels horrible. But I really make a practice of sitting in the shame, observing all the other parts that says, you're a piece of shit, you're so fucked up, blah, blah, blah. I put that aside while feeling it, but I really do sit with the part of me that was unconscious that created this pain towards somebody else, which is the last thing that I want to do consciously. And then that can take weeks, that can take months. And I have a meditation practice of calling this person forth on a soul level. I know it sounds woo-woo, I know it sounds bullshit, it works for me. Try it if it works for you, throw it out if it doesn't. But I do ask for forgiveness over and over and over. I ask forgiveness. I really ask for my part that created this. I ask for forgiveness. If it feels right at some point to contact this person, I will do that. If it doesn't, I'm going to have to sit with it. I cannot burden this person with my shit one more time. Now, all relationships are 50-50. It's not only us. The other person is involved. But we still have to own our part, which is the only part, right? So if there's a third person or situation involved, that's how I deal with that piece. Then I need to go to the person, in my mind again, who said these painful things about me. I need to clarify that in myself. Was this a relationship a long time ago? Is this person still important? Is this relationship even active? If it's not, that took care of itself. I still need to sit and see what part of my unconsciousness didn't see this. Someone who's supposed to be a friend or an ally, why would they say this about me? Again, go through the pieces. And then we have to decide, do we still want to be in relationship with this person if we are? Can we go and say to them, hey, I heard this without hurting the person that told us? It's not as easy, obviously, because again, we want to make sure we don't create more turmoil than what we're experiencing ourselves. The toxicity piece in this is really huge because when we don't deal with things, once you've healed this inside yourself, people talking shit about you will not affect you as much. Part of this is our culture, it's what people do, it's what people do to feel power. But we always know the ones, the, the statements that have some truth that have a very strong sting in us. So, make a decision of really, from this time forward, if once you've done these exercises and realize how painful it is, of really not talking about people behind their back. We all fall into it. It's very easy to fall into. But in these times when the veil is so thin and people, I mean, people are really going through shit. It's really difficult. We don't need to add to people's burdens just because they're going through something or they're wounded. They don't need to go through it. Vice versa, we need to do the work ourselves internally when someone hurts us that we don't get activated and get engaged into that. It's such a waste of energy. 
I will say all this while saying that we're human and we're going to want to fucking go kick their ass or get pissed or defend ourselves. It's just that it's not about the other person ever. It's always an internal thing. So own your stuff. Realize that words actually have effects. And this is a really powerful spiritual practice. This is not about being a nice person. Nice people are not dealing with things. It's about being real. It's about making room for how painful this stuff is. And it's really about upping our game. Because one of the things that I practice really in my relationships the best that I can do, and something that I dropped the ball on for a while, but I've been really working on recently, to just really have this conversation with people that I'm in communication with, loved ones, people I meet. Let's own it. If I'm about to say something about someone, let me own that piece. If I'm saying Joe Blow is this, what is it in me that wants to say that? Is it boredom? Is it laziness? Is it laziness of the mind not being aware of these words? And if someone wants to gossip to me, the same thing. So one of the things that's really a wonderful loving practice is you're going to say something about someone, go say it to them if you're going to say it to a third person. If you've already said it to them and it hasn't worked, don't be in a relationship with them. And cut the cord that's attached to you where you feel like you need to actually go through in this process and spit this stuff out. I just want to end this by saying that always remember, nothing's personal. Truly, truly, truly. People, we, ourselves, it's always about our own internal lives, about our own internal energy. And we need to own it. The times of just spitting this stuff out and just being unconscious um, is over. Truly, if you're on any kind of spiritual practice, the most powerful thing is own your stuff. And that has to be done while remembering that we're incredibly imperfect, all of us. No matter how much work we've done, we're always at the beginning in the work of spirit. I send you lots of love and take care of yourself.